uh, he's the only uh, preacher that we have here. <laughs> and what I mean by that is most of us are teachers strictly, but he is one that's on fire. And that's not to take anything away from him because I tell you, I'm like uh, tickled by him most times. <laughs> and I just love his fire and his fervence. And he's, he, he's just uh, someone, like I said, I would like to emulate more in that area, but I tell you, I don't know if God gave me that type of uh, personality, but uh, hopefully he'll bless me with at least some of it where I can say, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But this is a brother that knows the word and he loves the word. And, and, and I know that our hearts are going to be touched by what he's got to say today. So bless you, brother. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord this morning. You see, I'm stepping up a little bit. I got me a pad instead of that old book. I said, I, I need me a little bit more light on the situation here. So, so I went and got my old pad here. I mean, this is my wife. She decides she got, got another one. And so this is her old one. So it's, it's good. It's new to me. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We get you to bow your heads. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you this morning. Lord, we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your kindness. We thank you for your love this morning. Oh, you bless us enough that we was able to get up this morning. Even this, within this snow, Lord Jesus, you bless us to come on to church. Can't nothing keep us back. Amen. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you that we have a place we can come to. We thank you for everybody that's present, those that watching by Zoom. We are blessed today. We are blessed because we have you, and you allowed us to love one another and see the Christ in all of us. Lord, we thank you. We thank you how you have blessed our families, the children, get food on the table, and all that things that can be easy forgotten. Because, you know, we into the spectacular. And God, we thank you for the small and also the big. And in Jesus' name, we all agree by saying amen. Let's give the Lord a hand praise again. Amen. Scripture um, coming from um, today would be First John. Chapter 5, and it says, This is the message which we heard, have heard from him, and declared to you that God is light, in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanse us from all sin. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise him. Uh, my message this morning um, is going to be simple. Those that heard it from 1 Corinthians chapter 3.16. The topic is God dwells in you. Question is, do you dwell in him? Amen. Do you dwell in him? Amen. First Corinthians chapter three, verse one says, and I, brethren, do not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto cardinal, as unto babes in Christ. I fed you with milk, not with meat. For ye were not able to bury it. Nay, not even now you're able. For we are not cardinal. For wherever, whereas there is among you jealousies and strife, and ye not cardinal. And do ye not walk after the manner of man? For when one says, I am Paul, and others, I am Apollo. Are ye not men? What then is Apollo? What is Paul? Ministers through whom ye believe, and each as the Lord given them. I plant hollow water, but God gives the increase. God gives the increase. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Here, Paul asked the question, and he asked this question simply because of what went on in the first chapter. He says, do, and this is 316, I'm going to skip down to, he says, do you not know? that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you. I mean, it's a little rhetorical, but he said this simply because sometimes people say one thing, but their action says another. And Paul want to know. Do you know who are you serving? Who are you today? He's saying to them, do you understand that when you come together to worship, being born again, the spirit of God lives in you, whether you are in a building, out of a building, that you are the temple of God. Amen. And he went on, he said, do you understand? He asked the believers simply because that in Koran, there were some folks that they did what they wanted to do, but they confessed that they were saved. Amen. They were believers, but their actions showed otherwise. And so Paul trying to get them on the right track and trying to 
revealed to man, y'all got to do better than this. You're saying one thing, but you are doing another. What look like a duck, walk like a duck, crack like a duck. I, I don't know about you. I believe it's a duck. Amen. Amen. And what Paul was saying that, that you must understand that you don't need a building, amen, but, but you, you are the temple of God. We understand back in Corinth that they was a small group of people, amen, and, and a lot of time they, they met in, uh, uh, in homes of members, and they just was able enough to congregate where maybe a few come together here and there, but when they look out and see the Jewish temple, the mass structure, the, the uh, impressive building, and sometimes they might get discouraged, but Paul say, it's what's in you. It ain't that building, it's what's in you, amen. God, you must understand that the spirit of God lives and he lives in believers individually, amen. The Holy Spirit dwells in us, amen. And, and what we must understand, he said, now we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given by God. Amen. So in verse one, when Paul trying to talk to them and trying to reveal to them the things of God, he couldn't do it in a spiritual manner. Amen. He couldn't do it. And he said to them, brother, brethren, he said, why? And I'm going to paraphrase here. Why can't we talk? You know, we are my brothers and we are my believers. Uh, well, why we can't talk? Why? why? We, if we spiritual, if we believe in Christ, we should be able to be on the same page. But he say, but because of your attitude, because of your mindset, you know, that I have to treat you like infants. You know, I... I can't give you solid food. Uh, I more or less have to give you milk because you are not ready to receive that what is solid food. You know, if I say something, you get an attitude. No, if I try to convince you of something, then you think I'm who you think you is, you know. No, no. And so he says, so I have to be careful. I have to walk lightly around all of you. And Paul remind them back in uh, the second chapter 14, Paul said that, but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. They are foolish to him. Not only that, he cannot know them because they are spiritually discerned. But saints, 
we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. We should be on the same page, amen? We should be able to come together and pray. We should be able to talk over things. We should be able to, to talk to each other without having an attitude, amen? Because all that what was in Christ is in us, amen? Hallelujah. And so we must understand when Paul began to tell them, you, we, we have to go back a little bit. We, I remember back in Gospel John when Jesus, he left a will, amen? It wasn't on paper, but he prayed it, amen? He first, he prayed to himself. He says, while he was, his eyes was lifting up to heaven, he said, Father, glorify your son, that your son also be glorified in you. He didn't stop there. Then he prayed for the disciples. He said, I have manifest your name. They were yours. You gave them to me. I have given them the word which you gave me. All minds are yours. Yours are mine. I am glorified. In them, he didn't stop there. He saw me and you, believers down the line, the ones that were witnesses, amen, but they're going to believe through the preacher, believe through the disciples. And he said this, he said, that they all may be one as you, Father, in me. I, in you, they also may be one in us, Amen. So what we are saying here, that this is our inheritance, amen? When I believe when we come, when we are born again, we take on the, all the attributes of God, amen? And it says, you have all the attributes of God through Christ. Christ may dwell in your heart through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love that you can comprehend with all saints, what is the width, length, depth, height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. In other words, that the Holy Spirit will supply all your needs, my needs, if we rely on him, amen? If we truly believe, if you truly believe, See, it's a matter whether you believe it. That have a lot to do with your action. If a person does sin and he repents, truly repents, what he's saying, Lord, I'm sorry. He isn't saying, Lord, I'm sorry I got caught. Lord, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't want to go to hell, but so I'm, no, I'm coming to you. No, no, he said, Lord, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm a sinner. Yeah, I sin. And you know what? I'm not glad about it. And I want your forgiveness. Forgive me, Lord. I'm going to try to do better, but I need your help. Now, where do your help come from? It comes 
from the Lord. Amen, amen. So, so when he says that when we are rooted and grounded in his love, that we can comprehend with all the saints, all the believers, that the width, the length, the depth, and the height, amen, that we will know everything because of who that is in us, amen. If chapter 2.13 says, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off, have been brought near. How? By the blood of Christ. He is our peace. He has broken down the middle walls of separation, have abolished it in his flesh, the enmity, those bad thoughts, that, that worldly mindset, amen. He done put the rest, the commandments. So in, so created in himself one new man from the two. He reconciled them both to God in one body through the cross, putting to death the enmity by preaching peace to us who were far off. But saints, we're not far off. No, we are near. If you believe in the Lord, if you are born again, he's there. He's there. He's in you. You are that vessel. You are that walking vessel. Hallelujah. You don't need no preacher to come to, in the middle of the night to lay hands on you. Or you can speak to yourself. Hallelujah. Be thy removed. Hallelujah. Lord, give me strength. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing my children. Hallelujah. I need that job. I need that finance. Hey, come on. Hallelujah. Oh, you can have church within yourself, in a bedroom, in a closet, wherever you at. You can have it. Hallelujah. Because you are the temple. Let's get a Lord a hand, priest. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But you, we must understand something. We must understand now that there is a difference between uh, indwelling of the spirit and being filled of the spirit. Amen. Now, we, must, we do understand this, that indwelling in a believer is permanent. Amen. When God says that you are his, can no devil in hell take it back? Don't you know that if God opened the door, can't nobody close it? If he closed the door, can't nobody in hell open it? Do you, do you understand that? Amen. But, but, but one thing about feeling is a condition, amen, because it's based on whether the believer will allow him to control his life. Oh, okay, okay, let me, let me say this. You can be full of anything. Uh, come on, help me somebody. I know a lot of folks that are full of the devil. And everybody know it. Can't nobody live with him but God. The reason why? Because he's in the spirit. Can no other flesh be there? 
And some folks, they full of kindness and good. And, and, and it's almost like pressed down, shaking together. You will see it. Amen. Whatever you full of, it will be known. Uh, I wish I, I'm, I'm talking to somebody. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Whatever you full of. Hallelujah. At the day, the question is, what you full of? Oh, sh don't tell nobody. And we're in, we in the church. Hallelujah. Let, let, let me say this. Um, there was a gentleman told me uh, he was witness of accident. And uh, the police got out. And this woman, man, she was throwing four-letter words, cussing. She was, oh, man. And she had a fit. And the other young fellow was saying, oh, man, ma'am, I'm sorry. Oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. Oh, you, you, you. And so police came. And the police saw who carred, everybody car. And then this woman, she, after she did what she did, she just totally just, just go rate this guy. And she went to get back in a car. The police ran up there and threw the handcuffs on him. Boom. And took her to jail. And then she, when she burnt bail herself out, she wanted, she went to the car. She said, why you arrest me? He said, ma'am. He said, I did not know that car was yours. I thought it was stolen. Because the way you were acting, and I looked back there and saw Jesus, my savior, Jesus is my pilot on your bumper. I knew that car was stolen. <laughs> Could be yours. The way you acting with all these tattoos, Jesus, my pilot, co-pilot. I love the Lord, and you acting like that. Oh, praise his holy name. Ma'am, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I just I thought it was stolen. <laughs> I know it couldn't be your hair car. Oh, Lord, praise his holy name. Oh, my Lord. But when we feel we are controlled by the Holy Spirit, we can be more like foot soldiers, wherever you want us to go, walking in the faith. Amen. 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 Paul said, here he said that um, uh, back in um, um, 3, I think it was 12, and he said this, he said, we are God co-workers. That's what he said. And, and this was in verse 5. Okay, uh, 3, verse 5. He said, we are God co-workers. I plant, follow water, but God's the one that gives the increase. But he reminded them, but you, you are the field in which I plant, which Apollo water, 
You are the building in which God trying to build upon. God wants to build and plant in you. That's why we preach to you. We are not anything to brag about. We are servants of God. But God give the increase. In other words, when y'all going on all these debate and carrying on about who is who, that and that, I like this preacher, that preacher, oh, that preacher. God is the one. God is the one. Who you should be concentrating on, the one that giving the increase. And then he went on and said, so I teach, preach. He said, as a wise master builder and have laid foundation according to the grace of God, which he blessed me. But one thing you must understand, no one, there is no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is already laid, and that is Jesus Christ. Can I get a witness? Amen, amen. In other words, Paul says, okay, yeah, we like the sower, we sow. But Jesus is the seed in which we sow. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So Paul in verse 1, 2, and 3 was he was he, he rebuking a lot of them because of their ways and the attitudes and what been going on around them. And you're supposed to be saved and, and, and call yourself believers. And, and, and it says, uh, due to untrue behavior, immaturity, acting like mere men of the flesh, acting like you undeveloped, self-serving, Senseless debate between each other, picking sides, taking one another to court. Don't want to try to work it out. I'm going to sue you. You step on my shoes. We got a problem. I'm going to sue you. Come on, come on, church. Amen, 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 no, no, no. See, see, in, in, in 1 Corinthians 6.12 says this, because all things are lawful for me and permitted for me that can be beneficial to me, but not all things are helpful. Come on now. Y'all hear what I'm saying? See, see, all things are lawful. I will not be dominated or a slave or brought under the power of any. Let, let me slow down for a minute. Paul, what are you saying here? You know, sometimes we, we take grace a little too far. Freedom, you know, we, you know, we just do it and just ask for forgiveness. No, no, no. 
uh-uh, uh-uh. No, 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 you can't, you can't, you can't do that. We must understand what he's saying here. Because it don't look like or it may not be sin, but is it helpful? Whatever you're doing, is it adding to the kingdom? Is our God getting the blessing? Is this self-serving on whatever it is? God must get the glory. Y'all hear what I'm saying here? He have to get the glory. And Ephesians 4.20 remind us, it says, but you have not so learned Christ if indeed you have heard him and be taught by him that what? You put, put off that old uh, mindset, the formal things. You know how you quit to curse out somebody? Get them peace of your mind, which you can't afford to give up. That's why I don't give people peace of my mind. I need every bit I can get. Probably some of y'all. No, you can't have my mind. Mm -mm. No, sir. No, sir. But we must put on the new man, which was created for the will and for all the attributes in God. We must be God's vehicle. Jesus Christ went to heaven on the right hand. We right now should take on the very thing that he was going on when he was here. Our bodies, which are the temples, should be the vehicle in which if someone comes in to church or meet you, they will be the Christ that they will ever see in you. Amen. Amen. That's the reason why we have to be careful. Sure, you might think, uh, you know, I can go maybe go dance a little bit. Or somebody, it might be something that where they look at and they want to be judgmental of that. So you got to be careful of that, you know. You might be at a dinner and stuff. You might want to taste a little wine or something. You got to be careful who's surrounding, amen. Because somebody ain't, ain't that strong, ain't that weak, amen. I remember a preacher was telling me how he was on fire to the Lord and then he and this other preacher, boy, they want a witness and they was on fire. They were walking the street, neighborhoods. Then one day, the, the, the brother that was with him said, you know what? So you know what we're going to do? We're going to go in this bar and witness. The guy said, oh, no, we not. Uh, we're going to witness. <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> See, you must understand to some people, 
they go to their screen. Amen. To some people, it won't bother. See, I can walk through a casino and gambling don't even bother me. Don't even think about it. Amen. Because it's not there. It's not, it's not there. Some folks, they hit the door and it just like, it done handcuffed them. Oh, no. Oh, they have no strength, no strength. Now, I do have some things that I have trouble with. Brother, every time I pass a chicken joint, <laughs> can I tell it? Lord have mercy. Yes, what it was the other day, I stopped at Scotia and bought some chicken, man. Me and Aiden just, oh man, we want to shout. Boy, it was good. Junior said, nah, nah, I don't eat chicken. It messes with my stomach and stomach and stuff. And then every time I, I was watching it, nobody looking, get reaching and get him a piece. Yeah, he'll, he'll break it all. He'll walk with it. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So we, we all have something. Amen. That we are working on. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I'm telling you, son, pass everything but a chicken house. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, Galatians 5.16 says that we, when we are battling, we need strength. So that we should walk in the spirit. Amen. Walk in the spirit. What, what he said, he's not just said merely walking, but what? Live. You know, work. Come on, somebody. Amen. In the spirit. Amen. In order to do that, it reminds us, it says here, that uh, we should put on the whole armor of God. Come on, Ephesians. Amen. So that we can be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So that tells me if you don't have that armor, you ain't strong. And you sure ain't in his might. But see, an armor works two ways. It keeps what external from getting inwardly. Amen? Amen. But if you put on an armor before you get him in you, you in trouble. Amen? You in trouble. Because you really need him 
in the external. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? To protect you from those evil, fiery docks, the, the ideals, thoughts, and suggestions that he going to attack you with. And that's how he going to attack you. Amen. He going to come to you. You could be laying up in your bed, everything. You can be just come from church, but some kind of way, some foolish going to come off your mind. Your mind is like a running billboard. Amen. It's, it's like a two-way street, good and bad, just, just running up and down, running up and down. But it's up to you what you're going to dwell on. And you must understand that you're going to dwell on whatever in your heart. So if Jesus is in you, you're going to dwell on what? The good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So you must put on that armor to be strong, powerful, and might. You may be able to stand against principalities, power, ruler of darkness, against spiritual hosts of weakness and spiritual places. You know, you can take care of yourself when your enemy, you can see it. Amen. You know, you just ask God to give you the know-how and and give you the, the direction to face you, you be able to do it. But what happened when your enemy is inwardly, when he's spiritual, when you can't see him? What happened there? And this is our young people, folks. I'm telling you. They are catching it. Amen. Because a lot of them and the ideologies and the social media and all this stuff is just taken over. I mean, some, some, some of the olds too. So we have to be careful. Amen. Amen. And it says here, you need the whole armor of God so you'll be able to stand or withstand in the evil days that have done all to stand. Amen. Amen. Titus 3.5 says, says, he saved us, Jesus saved us not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit. Amen, amen. And you must understand that it ain't because of what you do, amen. It's because of what he did, amen. And you must keep that in mind because if you don't, you will, what, drift away. And some of us, when we drift, we might drift too far to it will be hard to bring you back. Amen? Bring you back. Hebrew 11, 6 says, with our face. Now, I don't know what that word impossible. What do it mean? Possibility or maybe? No, he said impossible. It's a done deal. Impossible. Impo it cannot be done. Amen. Many have tried it, but he said, with our face, it is impossible to please him. He who come must believe first what? That he is who he say 
he is. That, that's the first thing. Not only that, but that he is a what? Rewarder. Oh, you can trust him because he's, he's a rewarder. Amen, amen. To those who seek him. Hallelujah. I'm almost done. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, give, give the Lord a hand praise right now. He dwells in us. Amen. He dwells in us. He's in us. We are the temple. This building wouldn't be a church without us in here. Come on now. Amen. But because we in here and he in us, it's a temple. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hebrew 14, uh, 2 says, for the word of God is alive. It's powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing, penetrating, even as far as the division of souls and spirit, joints, marrows, and able to judge or discern the thoughts, the intent of the heart. Another word, ain't nothing you can do, you can hide from the Lord. Amen. But it's nothing you can do that he can't separate you from. Y'all y'all missed that. <laughs> he can do this. Whatever it is, you might not even forgive yourself, but he will. He will. Hallelujah. So, so, 2 Timothy 2.15 says, study to present yourself what? Approved. How do you do that? You got to study. You have to pray. You have to meditate in the word. Amen. Amen. Because if you want to be approved to God and you want to be a worker and not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And that's why you got so many churches. I was going to Detroit, man, and one of them streets, they had like one block over like four or five churches. Storefronts. Everybody got a building with a sign up. Why? Because a lot, of, a lot of time, what people don't, they are not rightly dividing the word of truth. If everybody are rightly dividing the word of truth, we will be on one accord with one thing in mind, and which is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's give him a hand praise this morning. Give him a hand praise this morning. That's all I got for y'all this morning. If I go any further, it won't be God talking, it'd be me. And I know y'all don't want to hear me. Some of y'all got the dent on the, on the stove and, and everything going on and everything, getting prepared for Super Bowl and all that. No, it's next Sunday, but some people stop preparing already. So I know y'all didn't come here to hear me. Amen. So we're we going to try to bring this to an end. But before we do that,
if it's anybody here that need something in their life that is urgency, that you're sick and tired being sick and tired. You've been trying to work it out and it's not being worked out. You know, I, use, I like using this example. If you tell me you, that you going to Saginaw and you give me a call while you're in the middle of your trip and say, hey, Elder Luster, how you doing? Hey, you're doing all right. Where you at? I'm down in Toledo. First thing, I'm going to say, hey, you're going the wrong way. You need to turn around. Why? Because I know where you're going. Amen? You told me where you're going. But guess what? If you don't turn around, you're not going to get there. Amen? So you can't just joyride in life and ask somebody, where am I? First day, I don't know where you're going. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you don't know where you're going, it doesn't matter. Amen. So what I'm saying to you, if you want Christ in your life, you want that temple to be in you, if you want the spirit of God in you, it starts today. Right out the church, we have people to pray, and we have people here that will lead you and tell you and give you that roadmap, which was given to all of us, that you will never have to joyride in life again. Everything from this point on will be a positive in your life. Amen? Let's give the Lord a hand, praise. And God bless all of you.